Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Out of Step Podcast, a podcast for failures. And we got a special, special guest on today. But before we get to him, as always, Asuncio, mm-hmm. thank you for being here, man. Mm-hmm. I fucking love you. Welcome. Without you, this is impossible. Everybody knows that. And so I appreciate you being here. But we do have a special guest, guys. I'm really excited for him being here. He's a funny fucking guy. He's tall as fuck. He's big. He's lovable. He's pretty much a bear, but in the straight way. Mm-hmm. And... um. He's honestly, listen, listen, Dakota Mm. and Matthew have a title on their podcast Mm. with him because he was a guest and it's like the whitest black guy. Mm. But I think that's wrong. I think he's the blackest white guy. Okay. And as a matter Mm. of fact, he didn't, he even said it on one of his sets one time (laughs) when I first started seeing him at the hood and he came down, he was like, I'm pretty much the whitest black guy you're ever going to see or something like that. Mm. And, um, Cause you're you, you're not gonna expect his tone of voice. You're not gonna expect like he's just so fucking like not black. <laughs> but I love it. You know mm. what I mean. And so his name's Brandon Taylor. Everybody, <laughs> Let's, yeah. Thanks for being here, man. <laughs> I hope They're you like that introduction. Very 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 white clap, dude. There. But you know what? Is that? Do you think it's because I have a white, I have a white clap too? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Let me see how you. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an, a theater clap. That's, an, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's at an opera right there. You clap at yeah. an opera. That's how you clap. Yeah. But um, where do you think that comes from, actually? Because you're. Yeah, it's funny because I grew up in a really like urban, urban area, area. <laughs> like uh, like a uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a place called uh, Mace Landing. It was in the wood, woodlands, the mm-hmm. woodlands, and uh, it was like uh, condominiums that were like really like close together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I grew up with, like mostly mostly black kids. You know, it was a mixture. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know some some white kids, but. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't, and I listen to a lot of rap. Like, I just like, all I do is listen to freaking trap Shoot music. The motherfucker yeah. In the face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, like, do you, like, do you get it from your parents? Do you think? Like, do I don't, does your dad no, sound like this? No, my dad sounds really Southern. My mom sounds really kind of Eastern, but they're both from Delaware. Uh-huh. You know, my, all my whole family has a real Southern draw, you know, deep, like, like, uh, like, just backwoods Delaware. Like my grandfather was a was a, a brick mason, oh, so yeah, like right he on. he made lot lots of buildings yeah, in the yeah. town. It was a uh, uh, Millsboro, mm-hmm. uh, Delaware, uh-huh. and uh, my Those mom's buildings still around. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like he built the church. Um, the, uh, it's a Methodist church that's still there in town. Mm-hmm. That's still, mm-hmm. you know, in my family. You know, yeah. so um, where I'm, I'm, most of my family is buried. Oh, you know wow. I mean, yeah. So it's kind of deep, you know. Yeah. And then on my mom's side, it's uh, Frankfurt, uh, Delaware, and you know, same thing. Just, just southern. My my grandmother drove a school bus, and my uh, my uh, gr- uh, grandfather uh, did like a lot of different like odds and ends, like jobs, you know. Yeah. Um, had like three jobs, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I grew up real black, and um, <laughs> I don't get it, you know. But yeah. you know, I was never really made fun of. It was funny, like in terms of like I'm not being the white. No, no, no. I know. I'm just I saying, like there was it. never like I love it. there was never like much friction between you know me and my other like my other black friends. Really, I mean, I was just I stayed out of trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. 
But it was like in terms of like getting things or like talking to parents or yeah, something, yeah. like they always put me up front. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm like the you know, the cartel lawyer. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're talk black you friends. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah. Like this guy speaks white. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put him up there. He's it's almost like a dialect. Voice. It's like a yeah. language. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> see, I, I always get hired. Yeah, I've did always gotten hired places. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You yeah, know, so like, good. yeah, dude, I was always hired. up for management positions. Yeah. They were like, look, we know, <laughs> we know your whole get up. Like, Brandon, he's just yeah. a nice guy, yeah. you know? There's just golly. something about you, man. She's like, golly. People just, you you draw people towards you, man. I don't know what it is, you know? Uh, you know what it is? You're not scary. I'm not scary. I'm a really uh, nice guy. I, I, you know, I hate charging people for weed. Yeah. You know, I just, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just give out weed, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, um, I'm starting, yeah, I snorted when I, when I, you when laugh. I laughed, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's starting to happen because it's just eating a lot more. Dude, well, you know what? You like you said, your family's from Delaware, but you're originally from Jersey, right? Yeah, that's yep. you're from Jersey, yeah, born so, and raised South Jersey. So, what part of Jersey are you from? Because uh, Maze Landing. Okay, I gotta, I gotta assume. I, I actually, I don't want to assume anything. But like, no, was it a rough part of Jersey? No, you, you know, it was, it was the rough part of a nice area. Uh, <laughs> you so, know what I mean? Yeah, that's. It was yeah, like yeah. the, con- the, the like ugh, yeah, condominium. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, in a nice town. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even though I mean, it was on the other side of town. You know, like uh, there was a historical. Um, area of Mays Landing where it's like the lake and it's beautiful and the town just looks like picturesque. Wow. Yeah. And then ten minutes down the road is where we lived, you know. Yeah. And um, next like next to the mall, there? next to the uh, Lang City Race Course. Right. Yeah. Well, my dad used to, you know, he he, well, he's like twenty, thirty years, you know, never gambler, you know, free, you know, yeah. and uh, and everything. So, but we used to always go to the uh, Lang City Race Course was like right across the street from us, like mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, I watched him, uh, you know, uh, you know, bet on the ponies and, uh, yeah, but growing up, man, I mean, dude, it, it, it was, uh, it was, uh, I don't know. I looking back, like, I guess I was, it was never a, a dangerous area, you know? Um, I don't know how to describe it. I, I was, ha- I was happy, you know, well, I, that's thought good. I, was, yeah. I thought I was pretty happy. It's you all know? perspective. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, like, like. Asuncio and I, we grew up in rough areas for sure, mm. but it's all perspective. And honestly, you just know where not to go in certain areas. You know, yeah. I mean? like I like when I grew up, I lived in I was born in Indio. I lived in Indio for a while, a decent part of Indio. And then I moved to Coachella when I was really young. And I've said this before on the podcast, Coachella here in the Valley is pretty much like Russia. Like it's fucking the wild, wild west, mm. especially back in the day it was now it's, you know, it's a little more progressive, a little mm-hmm. bit. But, um, yeah. But anyway, so back then it was pretty rough. And, you know, there was just neighborhoods you knew not to go to. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like it's like that everywhere. You know, there's going to be bad spots in any good place. You just know where to go and where not to go. Yeah. You know, so Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, but a lot know, of uh, hey, are, are a lot of my couple of my friends are dead. You know, one of my high school. But I hey, I had I had some white friends, you know, yeah, that died, too. Oh, I was going to say, it, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, um. But uh, in my home, like I, my uh, freshman year quarterback uh, uh, got he it was like I it was like, geez, it was like seven eight years after mm-hmm. you know I guess ninth grade so maybe he's in his twenties but he got shot in the head like no, no way n- like n- n- still unsolved murder like in, in, he got left like in his car wow. like oh on so the side straight of, up murder oh straight up murder yeah shot, one of my best friends uh, Mike Black rest in peace this is Tremaine Clements by the way rest mm-hmm. in peace Tremaine. 
But um, yeah, I mean, I could do R.I.P. all day. You know, yeah, I, I was black. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah R.I.P. Mike Black. Mike Black. Oh, uh, he got shot in the chest. Like, uh, uh, this is like three years ago uh, at his house, and um, he died in front of his family. It was mm. crazy. So like, I I mean, I lived in a, I, a lot. Of, so quite a few people are like, you know, in jail or, or dead. I mean, but I feel like everybody knows. I mean, even if you're in a in a predominantly white neighborhood or like not even a white neighborhood, but like uh, affluent neighborhood, you know, um, there's white collar crime, too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, where I live now, like, man, like there's a couple of like single moms that have been living in this big ranch for like Mm -hmm. 20 years by themselves because their husband did like a white collar crime, you know what I mean? And jail for like 25 years, Mm -hmm. you know? It, and so it's kind of interesting that you just said that because you mentioned ranch and I don't want to say sp- if you're not comfortable. Specifically oh, so it's cool. It's all good. Um, but how do you go from Jersey? How do you make your way from Jersey to where you live at now? Oh, well, I mean, geez. just for the this, listeners, he literally lives on a ranch. Yeah. Yeah. I bought a I bought a six acre ranch um, uh, near Idlewild. And uh, it's just amazing. It I, I grew great, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's just dreamland. You, got you know what I mean? You yeah. Me milk. Yeah. I, 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 like, I, I don't can... know, man. I can't drink that. And you're like, nah, yeah. this shit's good. This is the legit shit. Yeah. So I'm going to yep. fuck you up. Yep. I'm selling the white, white, you know, yeah. see, <laughs> I'm still selling white, you know, but, um, uh, I should have reminded you. I, mean, I would have bought some off you today. Yeah, I know. You know what? Yeah. I, there's, there's quite a few people that, uh, that we know. That I gave milk to, I got to get the jars back. That's the thing, oh, the yeah, jars, yeah, man. Like that, yeah. the six pack of a half gallon jars. Like these mason jars. Yeah, those yeah. those cur jars, you know. Yeah. They're like fifteen, sixteen bucks. You yeah. Know, so uh, uh, for six of them. Yeah. So it's like you gotta oh, treat that shit like Tupperware. They're like, yo, <laughs> I need that. Back. I need that back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, because it starts to rack it up. But yeah, I got two cows, you know, and. Um, and uh, some geese. And, so have uh, you always been into that though? Like growing up, you have know you what? No, you know what? I never had a pet when I was a kid. You know, oh, uh, yeah. So my mom lost deep. a dog um, when she was young, so she didn't. And it hurt her, so she didn't want me to go through that, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to have the house, you know, with the yeah, pet yeah, dander yeah. and stuff. So, I my first pet was uh, a cat named Saki. Uh, I bought him in Boston. Um, Did you name him? Yeah, I named Saki. him Saki. Okay, yeah, right he his name was Cooper. In the in the rescue, you're like, look, yeah. I'm a black guy that sounds white, but we're not that white. We're right, changing yeah, name. Change no that name. Yeah, I was drinking a lot of sake at the time. Yeah, you know, I really was. I really liked the, you know, um, sushi place, uh, in, in Boston, and um, yeah, so I got him, and I actually just lost him to like bobcats or coyotes. No and, way, yeah, man. he's done. I'm yeah, sorry. it's been like three, four months, and he's he's like gone. He's got four- his ass? Yeah, they yeah. Go, I left man. the the uh, window open in my garage. And he'd come out, you know. Hey, man. And, yeah. It just, you know, you got out of a bad area growing up. You lost some friends. But, you know, sometimes it just, that shit stays with you, man. R.I.P. Saki. You're losing another friend, dude. Yeah, R.I.P. Saki. Right. You just got to stay up, homie. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Um, so I got four new kittens, so. You don't have, good. like, guard dogs or anything like that? I have a dog named Nigel, and uh, he's a he's a dogo. <laughs> ah, there you go. Shout yeah. out, Nigel. <laughs> Shout out, yeah, man. He's a... Dude, he's a Dogo Argentino. That that's a hunting Rock. dog. That's a beautiful dog. Dude, Dogo Argentino, Rottweiler, German Shepherd mix. Holy shit! He's amazing. He's massive. He, oh yeah, he's just he's just like the fastest like for his size. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Like he can, he can catch. I've seen him catch two or three squirrels like oh, shit. on a run. Like like giving them a head start and like <laughs> nips them off the tree and they're trying to yeah, like yeah, look yeah. at you before they go up. Gets them. You know, he's just an amazing dog. So you had uh, him since he was a pup. 
Yeah, I got oh, him. Really? I got him when uh, he was like four or five months old. You trained my him birthday. Yourself? Yeah, I mean, he's not really trained. Yeah, but um, he'll listen. To you but he'll. Oh yeah, he'll listen. And, How is that? You know, like yeah. I had a couple of dogs growing up, and they were somewhat obedient. But if they got out, you know what I mean. If we were like, "Hey, come back," they'd be like, "Later, homie. We'll come yeah, back later. Yeah, we'll go hang out with the homies." He's good. He, you know, we just got him neutered. Uh, finally, oh, like he's like four, and he got him neutered. Yeah, because he he would wander. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I probably lived. I lived. Uh, I lived up there maybe uh, three years at my at my ranch, and uh, and he's probably gone out a bunch. You know, and uh, but he comes back. But now he stays on our property. Yeah. Just and that, just right after we did that. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, man. So yeah, so how I got to that, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, you know, that's what that's what I wanted to do, man. I I just uh, I was doing comedy, and my first my first time doing comedy was at Unexpected Company in uh, Rhode Island. It was, oh, okay, uh, so right. it was a it was an improv troupe. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, uh, and you I, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Backgrounds improv. Yeah, yeah backgrounds right. improv, yeah. and uh, and, and you I, were pretty I, deep in it. Yeah, I was yeah, super deep into it. it. Yeah, I did a. Uh, I, I was like the youngest person on the main stage of Improv Boston, at like, I was like 21, wow. and I was like I was with like serious like theater people and mm-hmm. and like people that were pretty really good standups like Cameron Esposito. Yeah, you know Cameron Esposito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I used to it. yeah, yeah, yeah I used yeah. to do uh, uh, improv with her and um, and uh, this guy Micah Sherman and yeah. like uh, yeah. and then Joe, uh, you know Micah Sherman. Well, you had yeah. mentioned. Oh, okay, it, yeah, 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 and. Um, you know, I'll name drop some people, but like, yeah, name drop yeah I don't know. They're, they're talented people, man. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, people, you were working with people that are like on SNL now. Yeah. Know? AD like, Bryant yeah, and, uh, like, Alex Moffat is one of my really good friends. Yeah. Talent. Yep. Yeah. And I went wow. through, uh, Second City with them and, uh, and, uh, IO. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, that was a great time. But I was saying, it's like, so I just quit. I just quit because I was like, you know what? I was, uh, my wife was pregnant. You know, like mm-hmm. with, our, with our first son um, in Chicago, like six, seven, six months pregnant. And I had like a decision to make. I was like, all right. Am I because I, I had like uh, really no job, you know, really. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was just doing comedy like all the time, you know, like seven days a week, like up to like 4 a.m. Because you got to hang out, you know, like you're, mm-hmm. you're an improv troupe and you're like hanging out. You got to hang out like all the time. And um so I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna come out the. I had I had a um, job offer for my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and um, he. Uh, am I am I just blabbing and talking? No, no, no. no, no okay. <laughs> I, I really don't mean to be rude, but this was about the show tonight. Oh, and yeah. So I was like, I gotta give him info. He, he's looking at his phone, yeah. and his, I was joking. <laughs> <Were> you, <laughs> that's why I keep it off because I don't want it to bug uh, me. But once I read that, I was like, oh, it's about the show. <laughs> okay, so. cool. Which yeah, we'll like, get into I'm Brandon's like, show later in the episode. Right on, man. Yeah, so, you know, it's just like, uh, I forget where I left off. Wait, you were saying you were doing, um, you, your wife was pregnant yeah. six months. Right, right, right. So my brother-in-law calls me. He's like, hey, you know, I got a job where you're going to do, like, you know, you'll probably get paid, like, 100 bucks a day, mm-hmm. like, cleaning toilets for me. We're doing, like, uh, foreclosure work. Yeah. We're doing, clean out the, you know, foreclosure, you know, yard cleans, you know. Plumbing stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, I can do that. And mm-hmm. then I can, we'll live in Redondo Beach. I'll go and do comedy at night. Mm-hmm. And isn't that like, it'll be all, it'll be all good, yeah, right? Easy, oh, easy. no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. You know, um, I, there's no time. <laughs> and going from Redondo to downtown LA, it's like a world away. Yeah. It's like crazy. It's on the map. It's literally says like, what, 14 miles. <laughs> yeah. It it's takes crazy, two right? and a half yeah, hours yeah. to get there. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. You know, it's literally a crawl. 
And um, it's the worst feeling yeah. Yeah, when you're in that fucking drive. Yeah. And this was like, this was, oh, this is 2009. Like, mm-hmm. like August 2009 is when I moved out here. How old were you in 09? Oh, man. 23, 24. Oh, shit, dude. Dude, I had been doing comedy for like six, seven years. Yeah, yeah. At remember, that point. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. and, um, you know, and uh, just was seriously in it. And then like all these people I mentioned, like. Mm-hmm. We were just getting started, you know what I mean? 23, 24, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it took those guys that I mentioned, like, six, seven years after I moved out here mm-hmm. to get on, like, SNL and get on these things. And, like, so it took, you know, so it's been a long time between now and then. But, um, so I ended up starting, like, a business underneath my, my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And, dude, we were, like, it, he started giving me all this work because all the other contractors were, like, getting hammered. Mm-hmm. Like ended up in Vegas. Like they were supposed to be doing assets. Like, oh, yeah. and they were just like calling out and just just effing up. And so you were just you know getting a big piece of the pie, pretty much. Dude, you know? I went from like cleaning toilets mm-hmm. and like doing some yards to like doing like thirty five houses a week. Wow! Like I I By had yourself. No, I had I had twenty people working for oh, me. Oh, okay. So it's like four people a truck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple dump trailers that can carry like 40, 40 yards of trash yeah, yeah. and and. Um, you know, landscaping trailers and stuff like that. And dude, we were invoicing like almost like 120,000 a month, like wow. in, in business, like a million dollar business at like at 22, 23 years mm-hmm. old, you know? So I was like, <laughs> it was wow. crazy. What the I was, fuck? I was living. Yeah. We were like, it was insane. Like, you know, I, I just got to say, because Dakota did mention to me, uh, like what you kind of do for work. Yeah. And, um, I just didn't know, like you were doing it that early in yeah, your life. Man. Yeah. Like, well, what I insane. do now is a lot, a lot different. That's what he mentioned. L- it's like a little different. It's commercial cleaning, yeah, but yeah. like, you know, foreclosure work, we were working right with, with Freddie Mac directly. Mm-hmm. And it was just insane. You know, I had a, I had a house like over the water and, uh, and Via Anita, which, uh, Hollywood Riviera. So okay. if you're like in Redondo, it's like those million dollar houses. Yeah. Back there, I, Dude, I, so I leased one. Good. I leased one. It was insane. It was $4,000 a month. Like rent wow. back in oh nine, bro. Wow. Back in it was like two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah cause I, I, we lived behind the Fat Burger on Avenue H first, and then like a year, like a, maybe like eight months into the thing, we were like, dude, we, like, in our families. I was, we were pregnant with another one, like Ben, and um, <clears throat> so we were like, well, let's just, we, we need to like get bigger, you know. And yeah, I want to. I, I don't. That's your no, personal no, info, please, yeah, you know do, I mean? do it, yeah. But you got busy, man. Yeah, for you sure, man. And I, I was, dude, no, was, that's the funniest Congrats, thing about my way, life. Is, for you. Life is so crazy because it's like when I was back when I came first came out here, I was like a year into doing it. Like I was really, really happy that the, the business was growing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm missing out on comedy. Like mm-hmm. this is all passing me. So you by. felt like something was missing. At 25, yeah. I thought I was done. Yeah. Well, you know, like I thought I was like, I'm old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, you probably felt that way because of your work. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm the boss. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, I had 19, 20 year old guys working for me, you know, there, no one was really, there was a couple of people that were older than me. Uh, that was, uh, uh, I had a maintenance guy that was going around following us around doing stuff. He was way older than me and, uh, Ron Salvino, shout out Ron Salvino. If you ever hear this dude's awesome. Really? Yeah. He, he was all, ta- he was all tatted yes. out and dump guy, Chris, dude. <laughs> Dump guy Chris, dude. Yeah, How do you some get that serious nickname? characters. These guys were like the Avengers to me, man. Like <laughs> they were always there. Yeah, these they look like. The, uh, I don't know. I'll show you some. So hopefully, I have some pictures still. Yeah, yeah. These guys, like Dump guy Chris, had like big, 
like um like the trailer park boys glasses oh, yeah, yeah. like coked out yeah, yeah. Coke, you know, the coke coke bottle mm-hmm. glasses but but he had long hair and he was like 610 and Damn, he was like, what four, the dude, fuck? He was like, he was like a freaking Marvel character, what, man. What, is, he, is he Mexican? White? white guy. He was like, he, he, he go like, hey, Brandon, um, uh, I'm over here at uh, uh, in Baldwin Park, and uh, um, the the glass is broken. Um, do you want me to board it up? I can go to Home Depot and use a card. But but Julia gets upset when I use that cord. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like he was just awesome, you know what I mean? Yeah. So did and, you uh, have the final word and everything? Like everything, that? yeah. So that was your company. The, oh yeah, it was my company, yeah. and my brother-in-law was giving me all the work mm-hmm. as a subcontractor. Wow. Working with Freddie Mac, so, so I was doing just all over the place. For I you. was in uh, I in how it is now, but mm-hmm. but at a crazier scale because the assets had to be done. Yeah. Within 48 hours. Oh, you know what I mean? Shit. So wow. you can go to a house yeah. and the shit can be trash, bro. We had to have this thing done in twenty in 48 so, so hours. Tra- oh, yeah. It was incredible. You know, and then I'd be going from job to job because uh-huh. I had like four crews doing those. Just, so we'd be doing, I'd be overseeing like three, four houses a day. That's you know, insane. You guys insanity. Get it done. Yeah, get it done, man. That's, that's you awesome, know? man. Get paid every week. It was crazy. You know, it's crazy. Do you think, do you look back at that? Because again, you you realize how young you were when you you can say that was already successful at that age. Or yeah, you can I t- honestly say that. Do you ever think like, did I get lucky, or was it just you know my my drive in life put me there? You know what I mean? Hey man, I mean I was I was willing to do the work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. same thing with comedy. Same mm-hmm. thing with like anything. Especially with comedy, you, you gotta, gotta be gotta willing to do the work. We were talking about know? that. And you're like, man, yeah. I want. We got to hit the road and yada yada, yeah. like, dude. Whenever you got to freaking want. get dive in and yeah. just be be seen because it's really and it's never gonna be about the I re, what I realized you know during this time mm. and now being back like eight months back in the comedy, it, you know I realized during that whole time it's like it was never it should never been about the money mm-hmm. you yeah. know because because no, back in Chicago yeah. it was all about getting on a team and then getting seen for commercials and then SNL's going to come mm. and, you know, and I, I got to make a living at this because, you know, everyone's supporting me, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to do well. I have to be on a show and it, it, it really shouldn't be about that. It should be. And then, and then you do anything mm. to, to be seen or be to, to, prog- to progress yeah. when, at, at your detriment, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like playing characters you never really wanted to play or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I mean, no, and so. I, I totally get where you're coming from because uh, it, I actually had a conversation with my grandmother recently about two weeks ago. I was at her house for a family dinner and um, I was the first one there. So her and I are just having like, you know, one on one conversation with each other. Uh, they don't really get to see me as much because I moved away over here and I'm it's obviously still in the valley but they live in Indio and I'm damn near up 74 so you know there it's it's kind of like a drive to go to Indio or for them to come visit me you know it's like 20 minutes 25 minutes and so uh I don't see them as often anymore and so when I was there talking to my grandma obviously she's talking about comedy they all know I do comedy and um my grandma's not a materialistic person by any means but the last couple times I've talked to her and uh the topic uh, when comedy gets brought up, she's all, she always wants to know like if I'm making money off of it. Yeah, and and it kind of bothered me this time around because mm-hmm. I'm like, look, Grandma, like I appreciate you asking, but I don't do this for money. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing I feel like a lot of people should understand. Like, if you're gonna do something, 
You got to do it because you love it. And mm. in the long run, the money will show up when it's time. Mm. And you got to do it because you love it. If, if I got into comedy because I, I thought there was going to be a paycheck at the end, I wasn't going to, I'm not mm. going to get very far. I'm t- yeah. And that's the whole thing about it is like yeah. what I've realized, like one, yeah, it's not about the money, but it's also like, I don't want anyone to be my boss. Like I, I've yeah. been my own boss for yeah. like 15 years. You know what I mean? Like I don't want somebody now for me to like get hired to this show mm. and then someone being like okay brandon you're gonna be you know mm. I, I i'd have a hard time i don't i feel like you know like i, I if anything i'm gonna have my own show and i'm gonna create it and i'm just gonna do it you got some good ideas you were maybe. talking about yeah. it last week and i was like dude that's fucking hilarious yeah you and know i don't want to spoil them and <laughs> maybe somebody steal your idea right now, uh, but like I, when we were talking about it at, at um you know the cats and stuff Oh yeah, no, that's Jeff Singer, dude. That's Jeff's. Oh, okay. I thought it was, that's Jeff's. I thought it was between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna punch that up with him. Like okay. that's his baby. Like uh, that's actually really the, funny. No, that's really funny. I mean, and uh, and and shout out to Jeff Singer. He'll be there tonight. Right and um, you know, yeah, talented guy. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, he has this thing about cats where you know he's just gonna um have a, a cat drama. Well, the thing about <laughs> you though is like you can see the talent in you when you're on stage, even if you're not doing your material and you're just riffing and going with the crowd and see what they give you. Excuse me. Hmm. But you could see your background. You could see the improv in you. You could see just the natural comedian in you when you're up there. And like when you first started coming around the hood, I didn't know you had already been doing comedy for like 10 years. Like you took a hiatus, but you had been doing comedy for a long time and you had a deep background. And I didn't know that. And when I saw you on stage, I was like, where the fuck is this guy coming from? Yeah. I was like, this guy's hilarious. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Ah, I was something about Second City, being at Second City, like, I don't remember many of the like the classes I went through, like, but I remember the one, like, even if there's freaking one person there, you mm. give them the best show mm. you yeah, possibly yeah. can give them. Like, mm. and that makes you go all out all the time, you know, and like not like actually selling yourself out like selling everything mm-hmm. like like actually if you have something for sale like like just sell it you know like and for me it's like okay let's let's have a good time let's forget about you know everything that's going on like in the world let's just have a freaking good time tonight you mm-hmm. know and kind of rage it out and that's how i've always like approached shows and um <clears throat> and i i've just realized just over the years where it's like it's all about expressing yourself. It's not about like what what people want you to do. It's almost like what the audience, because the audience will tell you the truth about you. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. Like, like they'll tell you the truth about you. Like, and, and, and like There's what they teach you at Second City is about that. right. That's and people insane. at Second, like when the teacher at Second City, like, um, uh, they tell you, like, dude, like if the audience is laughing, do that more. Yes. Mm. You know, because there's going to be a lot more of yourself in what they're laughing that at. Man, yeah. So go explore that. You know, don't try and be somebody else. Don't try and be, all your characters that you're doing should be something about you. Yeah, I've been saying this um, for the last couple of months to some of my friends that are doing comedy, and it's like the 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 crowd will know when you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. They can see that, like, uh, that's that's not even like your actual thoughts because when you're doing comedy. When you got that stage presence, the crowd is going to listen to you because they're going to. Be- it doesn't even have to be funny necessarily because some comedians aren't like the biggest 
like the funniest guys out there, but they're good at talking and they'll draw you in because the cr- crowd is believing what you're selling. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to just sell something that doesn't seem like it fits you, the crowd sees that. Right. And they just know you're full of shit. Right. And that's why it's not funny. Yeah. And and so, I mean, and that's it's funny because like that's why a lot of improvisers are kind of nervous about stand up because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm doing this set that I'm going to do over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to seem genuine. It's not going to yeah. seem in the yeah. moment. And how do I pull that off night mm-hmm. after night? I got to actually, I got a friend of mine, Scott Moorhead, mm-hmm. who toured with Second City. For the, he's coming out. He's just now starting stand-up. He's coming to Red mm-hmm. Barn? He's coming to Red Barn, okay, and he's hilarious. This guy is an actor, man. And, like, that's a lot of these guys, these comedic actors, man. Like, they're actors. They're, like... They're just they're there. Mm-hmm. They're they're owning they're owning it all, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so he's coming out. I think March third with uh, Mike Bentley, and then uh, I'm gonna put him in Mike Bentley and Dusty Tunnel from Dusty San Diego. Tunnel, yeah, yeah okay. and uh, Brian McDuffie, who I haven't called yet, but he'll come. He's awesome, and um, so yeah, this I don't know how I got on this thing, but he's 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 a good friend of mine from way back, and he's just now starting to stand up, and it's mm-hmm. just like. He, he shared some Instagram posts about like, dude, I can't believe I'm doing this. So like, you know, it's such an animal because yeah. um, and but uh, I've come to really like I don't know if I'll ever do improv like again. Like no. I'm not interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. Like stand up is so much more fun for me now. You know, the right just the writing and being able to punch things up and because like I could take I feel like I can take improv uh, <clears throat> excuse me stand up and use some. Im- improv elements to yeah. where I can just I'll I ha- usually I have a couple ideas and I'll explore them and see what's funny yeah. the audience and then just do that more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know you see me like do like just kind of like that time when they when uh, when Benji was talking about mm-hmm. niggers you know he was like he said yeah I let's say nigger you know uh, remember that oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walked I walked up I just started talking yeah, about yeah. I was saying was you know great. yeah it's like yeah that was a lot of fun and like. The elephant in the room, just yeah. attacking the elephant in the room. Like people wanted to see me yeah. say, uh-huh. "Like nigga," yeah. you know, and then like just like say it. It was just like so fine. I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna own it, you know, mm-hmm. and I make fun of it the way I want to make fun of it. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't know. And that's the thing is like back ten years ago, um, I was dabbling in stand up, you know, thinking, oh, maybe I should do stand up because that's really what's gonna get me to SNL and be a writer and things uh-huh. like that. Hannibal Burris just walking into Shuba's like these guys, dude. Hannibal Burris, freaking Commune on Johnny. Um, yeah, all these guys were in Chicago yeah. during this time where they barely had eight minutes. They yeah. used to be on um, a show called the uh, the Comedians You Should Know, mm-hmm. um, and like uh, Nick Vatterot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, th- just to name a few, like this was a, during this time, like they're my age, you know, yeah. is huge. Oh, he's huge, huge. That's yeah. Insane. But he'd walk in like he had good. He had like a good 10 minutes and he was starting to do zanies and, and things like that. And coming on Jolly and same like mm-hmm. they were doing in Chicago theater, I think. And um, uh, I was they were They were intimidating even at that time because yeah, yeah. improvisers and stand up, especially in Chicago, it's like. Right. What are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sharks or what is it? The jets or sharks yeah. type of thing. And, you know, oh, Vanessa Bayer, Vanessa Bayer uh, from SNL. Uh, she, she, she did. A, she was able to do both. Like mm-hmm. she was really good um, doing both. Um, and uh, but that was it was just a very intimidating time for, for like uh, for me doing stand up. 
And so I kind of dropped it. And that was like part of me, like letting go of comedy kind of all together. And Chicago was like, you know what? I'm not, I don't, I'm just going to go to LA and I'm going to just try and see where I fit in there. And it just ended up being like, I was like, you know what? I'm This business is going amazing. I'm, I'm like growing a family. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm going to build this thing. Well, up. your priorities shift. Yeah. 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 Well, and rightly it, so. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to do what's best for your family. Mm-hmm. And, it's good to see you doing this now. You know? Oh yeah, and so I gotta assume you're comfortable. You're probably more comfortable now doing it than you were back then. Exactly, you bro. Know? Yeah, it's so your much more fun. Your kids are getting older. Your family, everything's you know, set now. Yeah, you know, like they're in. tired of seeing me because I work. I, I work from home. You know what I mean? I work from home, so I'm always like popping in, trying so to like. Do you got a show tonight? We'll can see. You just get yeah, the fuck can you get the heck out of here? You know what I mean? And Dad like, wrote some jokes yeah. here. Yeah, so. And I'm actually I'm trying to you know start some shows up there for the su- for the summer because it's gonna be yeah, ball, balls hot that, here. Dude, that's gonna be great. And, yeah, and a friend, insane. dude, I'm well connected up there. And yeah. like uh, a friend of mine uh, has um, the uh, Idlewild Inn, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so I'm trying to get deals with him to get people up here for like quarter of the price. Oh, yeah, you were and, mentioning you know, that, and, yeah, and uh, get some good comedians, and then that have one show crazy. at my ranch. You know, at my ranch because. Uh, it fits some good amount of people. And Would you want that to be like? Uh, are you gonna really promote that when the time comes? Or oh yeah, to be like a, a no, no, for like, sure. Okay, yeah, no, right. no, for sure. Uh, it's uh, I mean, because we'll fuck. We're gonna go. It's kind of yeah. We'll be, be like an invite thing only because yeah. you know it's just gonna be. It's pretty secluded. Well, place even if you don't invite like, me, I'm gonna sneak in. Right, right, right. Like, I'm going. Right. <laughs> you were telling me about that. I was like, dude, that sounds insane. Yeah, man, it's just good. It's for us to celebrate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know, have some good stand-ups from out of town and like some great fucking stand-ups. Yeah, and man. When you were name dropping, I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, we can get them. I'll get the hookup with the hotel. We'll yeah, because all they want is a hotel, yeah. and that's the thing about learning business first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now, I feel like I can I can step in any arena that I that I'm that I'm interested in. And have basic use these basic principles mm-hmm. of business to get things done to get things the way I want them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, you know, um, yeah, like so, it, it's cool. It's cool. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. I just can't believe that it's still here. Yeah. Like I like when you like drop something like that for ten years. Mm-hmm. You're like. I'm gonna come try and come back, and everyone's gonna be like, "What stand up? What improv? We don't do that anymore." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's something weird, like yeah. your worst nightmare. Yeah. Like you know, like really, no one's telling jokes anymore. Yeah, yeah. like no, it's man, done. it's no. done, dude. Well, we do totally you, missed it. Do you think you like, you've always had like a deep love for comedy, and that's why you probably told yourself like, "I will go back to it." Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I mean, um. Absolutely. One, because I always thought like it was it was just kind of an art form. It's always something like I I never wanted to stop doing. Mm -hmm. And um, and then stepping away from it, it was just like it got even bigger. It was just Mm -hmm. like, wow, like this is something that's not only doesn't need me, Mm -hmm. but like it it, it's like I can jump back into it Mm -hmm. and. And and go where I left off. I'm still yeah, young. Yeah, I just no, turned yeah. 35. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right. like, so it's just like, I don't know. It's something about it. And like um, and then like my wife was like, she was like, she was like, yeah, everything's cool. You should get back into it. Mm-hmm. Like I needed you then. You know, I'm happy you like quit and you started all this and like, but became dude, a family man. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like freaking, and it went by like that. You know, the last ten years just went by so fast. Really, and uh, yeah. Dude, yeah, really fast and like, um, so it's just, I just can't believe it's 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 here, not only here but 
the same opportunities like and if anything there's more opportunities yeah I, like i think we could probably all agree comedy is bigger than it's ever been right yeah. now it really is you know what yeah. i mean like people want to be comics left and right right now yeah it's just all over the place well and celebrity so the celebrity is dead i think mm, you know yeah, you look at no, the oscars could, yeah. and stuff like that like mm. you could have your own you know uh, you know audience where they can you can have them contribute to you mm -hmm. and pay you mm -hmm. you know like through you know patreon or whatever yeah where no, you can have a make yeah, a living true. on a small audience mm -hmm. you know and they're gonna support you and support like you, you yeah. exactly yeah. and go see your shows yeah. and you know what i mean bring a couple mm -hmm. friends and you know the years go by and you're like wow i made a living off of you know, a following of fifteen hundred people. Oh, you know, yeah. what I mean? like self, seriously, self promotion is bigger than it's ever been. Ever been because dude. of you, social media, and, and I'm not sure if that's a double edged sword, because not only can self promotion and social media blow you up, it can destroy you yeah. if you you know make the wrong fucking move. That's true. And there's a lot of things that are, that can do that, but so in that sense, I I think it's a double edged sword because it's a fine line. You got to be careful with it, but yeah. at the same time. I feel like right now comics, big comics, are lending out helping hands more than ever because they all know this is there's this pie is so big and there's so much of it for everybody. Like, just bring everybody up right now. Yeah. Because you're going to get everybody's going to get a piece of the pie. And over this 10 years of like thinking about stuff like time and time, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a star. You know, yeah, I, I want to I. I yeah. be a kingmaker. I want to. I want to produce shows. Yeah. I want to. I want to write for the best. Mm. The best talents, like oh. you know what I mean, and uh, and 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 have, uh, you know, sort of some sort of like movement where mm. you have like a, a you know a, a couple shows and a podcast yeah. you're producing this and then boom and like because I like to do a lot of things at once and yeah. it's like, um, I, I just think that I I've over the ten, at first when I first got I was like okay I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on SNL and I'm gonna you know everyone's gonna know me and it's not now I'm like ten years like I rather you not know me I rather you yep. know my writing yep. I rather you, you want to like, work in the back yeah I rather you know my my ideas yeah. you know what I mean and be influenced by them because if it's good people are gonna recognize mm. it no matter what right you're gonna get the credit you deserve regardless right you know I mean? yeah and um you know speaking of that though did your growing up and while you were young and you were getting into improv and you know, moving to Chicago. How was your family? Were were they supportive for you? Yeah. See, that's or, a yeah. That's the thing is that you, my you, mom and dad are work? probably they're they're probably the most supportive. Like like like, uh, I I I I don't know how to say. It's like like I'm like, hey, you know what? I, hey, I'm because I quit football. I quit college football my junior year at University of Rhode Island. I tr I quit it to do comedy more so you, you really know. took a fuck I, yeah yeah i gave up my senior year of football because of like you know what i'm not going to nfl i'm not you know this isn't i'm not this five-star athlete going into the draft or anything i'm just a lineman that got lucky to play college football you know and i'm not that into it anyway this is kind of done I'm, i'd rather do you know i just love the scene i loved hanging out going to festivals and like you know, it was just fun hanging out with improvisers and just talking comedy all day. Yeah. It was hanging out. I liked it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I gave that up. And they, they were very supportive of me on that, you know. Um, and they were like, you know what? Do what you got to do, son. Do what you want to do. And, you know, we'll, we'll support you. They, they supported me. Dude, I used to go um, from because I went to St. Peter's College my freshman year. Mm -hmm. That's where I met my wife um, in Jersey City. And so she's from out here and she came out to Jersey City. And uh, we met there, and I. Your wife used, is from out here. 
Yeah, my wife is from Cal- from Southern California, <laughs> from, from Redondo. How the fuck do you guys meet? And uh, Jersey Col- City. College. Yeah, we went oh, to St. Peter's College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and that's um, just so random. We dated in yeah. New York City because Jersey City is like. It's a 10-minute walk to Journal Square uh, train station, path train, mm-hmm. and you can be in, on 34th Street, 33rd Street, and in like 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes, like de- like wow. Greenwich Village. It was a dream, dude, 18 doing that, you know, and like, so, um, I but I used to take UCB classes, like, uh, uh, my senior year mm-hmm. of, of, of University of Rhode Island, so I, I'd go take the train with her. Mm-hmm. Because we both transferred, she went to North Northeastern in Boston, and I went to University of Rhode Island after our sophomore or uh, freshman years. We both transferred, and so I would go back to New York with her. We we visit friends in Jersey City. You know, I do some classes at UCB, and um, and uh, I was I was you know, you know Maggie Carey. Why does that name sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Maggie Carey is a. a the wife of Bill Hader, I think, still. Ah, Bill Hader. Yeah. Bill Hader was at yeah. my level one show. He really? was like, no, yeah. It was his really? first. Yeah, it was his first year on SNL, and oh, Maggie okay, Carey okay. was in my class. So we had a level one improv show. Uh, Will so Will Hines seen... Will Hines was my um, my coach. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, Will Hines. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so so I would take classes, and then we mm-hmm. we take the train back, and then I would take. Uh, the Fang Wah bus from Boston and go down there. Mm-hmm. It's like, so my parents would supported me like through all of that. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's they, amazing. Dude, they were, they was like, Oh, you want 50 bucks, you know, hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, it's good. Yeah, they, you know, it was man, great. You know? you know, and there's, and there's, they're, they're, they want you to follow your dream. You right. I mean, that must be a great fucking feeling. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, they never, like, my dad always thought my, some of my other family members were funny that I never met, you know, yeah. like yeah, that was one thing that drove me. was like, I always wanted to make my dad laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, and he he's he's a fun he he laughs at things that I can never make him laugh you know mm-hmm. so it's like um, my mom I easily can make her laugh but like uh, yeah so they're they're awesome man and that's the thing that's where the confidence comes from like I I really don't think there's really no you know race or gender lines that can stop anybody man like I li- I live dude where, from where I came from to where I am now like there's no reason like to say to blame anything for someone not to do something yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like you know i that's why i laugh about the oh he's the whitest black guy ever and I, I make a joke about that because dude like i live in a freaking community like community up there where there's mm-hmm. like 390 you know six acre plus lots and mm-hmm. i'm the only black guy there <laughs> and, I, and i'm the youngest guy yeah. like i'm the youngest guy you know to own a home to own a ranch out there mm-hmm. I get treated no different than anybody else, you know, like old white people that you would think would, you know, be very, you know, yeah. uh, you know, narrow minded, narrow minded, are very, yeah, yeah, it's really a lie, you know, it really is a lie. Yeah. I mean, because um, I, because, uh, you know, whether you're with black people or white people, this and that, man, like, as long as you respect each other, I agree. You know what I mean, yeah. and you and you and it's just the basic values of, yeah. of human values. Everyone gets along. Yeah. I feel you know? like it, it, it really comes to how you present yourself yeah. to people. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I've I've met some people that you know I could tell were probably going to be assholes, but if you just, I remember one thing my uncle always told me growing up was, 
whenever you meet somebody for the first time and you shake their hand, you look them in the eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to know. Which like, I remember you did. But I, yeah, I, when I met you for the first couple of times, you do look you look right in people's I, eyes. I try to because it's, a, it, it's me showing you respect. Like, I'm yeah. not going to disregard you, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like it just comes down on how you present yourself in the beginning of it doesn't even have to be a relationship but when you're introducing yourself to a person you got to let them know like hey man like you're a human being i'm a human being i respect you for that regardless of what your opinions are in life you know i'm not going to judge you based on whatever right and so um i just think it goes back to that just how you present yourself yeah. with people yeah man but um i do want to ask you before we get yeah, more yeah, into ask why uh, before we get more into your you know your no. background and your comedy because again, you were no talking about. No one's gonna about, listen to this, so it's okay. We'll see. Dude. <laughs> I'm yeah, joking. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you know, joking. Hey, this, they'll, this they'll listen to this more than Dakota's podcast. <laughs> right. So, that's, wow. what I was, that's what I, I heard. I can't wait for Dakota that's to hear what that. I heard. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> okay. I, I do want to ask you because um, you've been with your wife since you were fucking. Yeah, dude. dude pretty uh, much. You could say since you were a kid when you look back. Honestly, yeah. I met her like a month after I turned 18. How does that work? Man, it's awesome. Uh, First of all, she's hot. She's like, she's really. (laughs) I've never seen your wife. Yeah, she's a she's a blonde hottie, man. She's a little. She's a little. She's sexy. How'd you score that? You know, I don't know. I I don't know. I think there was a. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe I played off some people to make myself seem like I was really wanted because I had an RA that was really fat and nasty that was liked me, Mm -hmm. like and. um and uh, there's a couple other people that kind of I felt liked me. There's a chick that had a bunch of abortions. Her name was Nardosia. Oh, she definitely liked <laughs> you. <laughs> she liked me a lot. So yeah. I was like, so I was like, hey, you know, all these chicks like me. You know, yeah. like let's she also go. liked getting nutted. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, and then aborting immediately. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, shit. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, <laughs> but she, uh, we just start, dude. We just start because she she was there early for. Um, for early enrollment classes, like mm-hmm. she was taking extra classes, and I was there early for football. So, mm-hmm. at St. Peter's College too, it was like, dude, it was like two thousand undergrad, but and they were all commuters, like all Jersey people, like the only people that lived on campus. There was like two: it was Weldon and Millennium Hall, and it was literally like fifty of us. Wow. It, it was literally like it was the smallest school of all time, mm-hmm. and um, so. It, there was nobody there. We were so we we hung out, went to New York with a group of friends, you know, a bunch of times, and um, got to know each other and just start. Dude, she's awesome and like, uh, she she's really talented too. She started a uh, a uh, sneaker store in Boston called Bodega. Mm-hmm. Um, Bodega. Yeah, Bodega. If you look it up, they're pretty cool. They're Is out there, there more than one now. Yeah, they're actually in LA now too. Yeah, I think I've heard of yeah, Bodega. Yeah, super sick, and you know she she designed uh, shoes like at like twenty years old wait, for, wait, so for she, Nike and what the fuck and uh, she actually turned down like an eighty thousand dollar a year job for working for Converse to 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 design shoes like to move out to Chicago with me. Mm-hmm. So talk about pressure, like yeah. in terms of like I had to like yeah, be, you the gotta star, be this guy. You know? No, she was cool. No, but she was great. Everything worked out. Yeah, I mean, we got married in Boston before you left. You know. Oh really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, we got married in Boston. Right. Yeah, dude. How and big was the? the oh, it was uh, we went to the. Uh, we were at the um the um what do you call it the hall the um mm-hmm. it was a uh, 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 Nathaniel Hall mm-hmm. um Nathan Hall or something I forget where Nathaniel it's called. Hawthorne. No, there's a um the courthouse. I think it's Nathaniel Hall, the courthouse in Boston. Oh, no, so all Boston. my immediate family, all our immediate family. So it was like thirty of us. 
you know, uh, we got married at the courthouse, and then the next day we moved to Chicago. Literally the next day. Wow. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. We stayed at the Langham uh, Hotel for mm-hmm. for uh, honeymoon. Yeah, honeymoon night. You know, and um, had a reception at the Langham Hotel in Boston. Beautiful place. And then yeah, the next day. Uh, moved to moved to Chicago, you know, moved to Webster Avenue, Lincoln in Lincoln Park. Well, I, I just want to know because we're obviously still in February and mm-hmm. Valentine's just passed, so it is still you know loves in the air. Love's so still speak. in the air. Yeah, um, I've failed at almost every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> Maybe a couple I actually legitimately tried and they just still didn't work out. What didn't work for you? Me. You. I'm a fuck. Look at over the last maybe a few years, like three or two or three years, I finally realized my faults. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I was a scumbag <laughs> growing up. Um, and I, I've, I've, I've kind of got like a bad reputation with women oh, nowadays, yeah. which is totally fine. It's, it really doesn't bother me because right. that's just not who I am anymore. You know what I mean? But, you right. know, but people don't forget. Yeah. Herbie but, sticks uh, around. yeah, that, that's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and, uh, sure does. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm just kidding. I'm clean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. I've just I've never had like a relationship last. Definitely not as long as yours. But uh, I think the longest relationship I've ever been in was like three years. Oh, that's yeah, a long yeah. time. And um, but I've had a lot of fucking relationships, uh, a lot. And I'm yeah. only 25 years old, but I've dated a lot of women. Yeah, sure. And um, good looking guy. Oh, you not get anymore. It, you, you get out there and uh, growing up, I was just uh, I was just really confident in myself growing up, you know, mm-hmm. more than I should have been. And um, yeah, I don't know. I got lucky. Like, apparently. Well, you're 25 right now. This is the time to. This is the time, unfortunately, to, to find somebody to be with for the rest. Well, of that's why I want to know, like, it. how do you, f- how do you keep it together, <laughs> man? From being ambitious, 19? being ambitious. I don't know, just, uh, just being super What's ambitious. Up, Sit right here because mm-hmm. we actually have a segment. <laughs> that was Cody Heredia, everybody. We actually have a segment on the podcast when he can I make it. it. We have mm-hmm. a pod, uh, a segment called Ask Cody Heredia, and you got to ask him any question you want. It could be ridiculous. It could be. Serious, and he's got to so answer. Funny. He's got to answer it as serious or as silly as he wants. So, if, just fucking What's ask up? whatever. Only if you want. If you don't, we can tell him to fuck off. What? Okay. Um, you want to do that right now? Ask and while him. he's still in his work clothes, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Those look terrible. Yeah, they're all dry. You don't even have anything on them, man. Chorito. Cool. What's that? Maybe sit down. You don't have to do it. Chorito. What's a chorito? It's a chorito. It gives you chorito. Mm. Is that is that what it means? What it's called? Chorito. There you go. Well, I don't know if I have any questions for him. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I I've notoriously <laughs> I've said your last name wrong on about oh, twenty. Yeah. So what is your real last name? <laughs> joking. No, it's 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 Heredia. You got it. Yeah. All right. What right. did you say last week? I I all no. I always say Herrera. 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 You, do you know what Matt called him? No. Herendez. Herendez. <laughs> yeah. So well, that wasn't like as Her- Herrera isn't as bad as Herendez. That's supposed to sound like Herendez. Yeah. But um. Well, yeah, I think that's Ask Cody Heredia. Thanks, guys. What's the secret? Okay, wait a minute. Okay, what's the secret? Wait, to, I'm back. What's the secrets to secret to having lasting relationships? Or, or, or that lasting was the topic we were on. So he just asked you that. You got to answer it, man. 
Well, gotta give good dick. <laughs> Let's see. I don't think that's wrong. Either, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. That, you gotta have a lot true. of money. Uh-huh. Two accurate answers. Two accurate, pretty accurate. Yeah. Two yeah. things I don't have. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, buddy. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, chicks, chicks go and the money goes, right? Yeah. I think I'm better off with men. Mm. I got a big dick, but the problem is not good. <laughs> what is it like, Ron? Is it like it's, it's no like the equivalent no to the bueno. nasty patty from SpongeBob? No bueno. You know, <laughs> quality over quantity, as they say. They do say that, but are you sure it's quality? I told you it's not. Oh, it's not. There you go. All right. What makes it bad quality? I mean, I don't wash it. Uh, I believe that. I wear the same underwear twice. I believe that. Um, someone says they're coming day. over. Usually, people take showers. Um, I don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I kind of just ride like my good looks, my, my, uh, my handsome, uh, arm hair, <laughs> your uh-huh. jaw structure. Yeah. Until it's time to throw out that dirty dick. Well, that's ask Cody Heredia. I'm Cody Heredia. Well, um, you can catch my new podcast. I have a dirty dick. It's coming out <laughs> soon. All right, see you guys. See you. Only on point. <laughs> No. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's get back to some real information. How do you <laughs> keep a long-lasting relationship? I don't know, man. I guess like because I'm really bad at remembering like birthdays. Are you really? I'm terrible at it. She I'm, doesn't give you shit. No. Um. You know. Uh. I don't know. I'm. I'm bad at. I'm bad. I'm. I'm terrible. But I mean, I guess just being ambitious. Uh. And. Uh, you know, like she. She needs something. I really go get it. I go. I go. If I don't have it or I don't have the money to do it, mm-hmm. I'll get the money to do it. You know what I mean? So um, that's man shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is some fucking man shit, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I guess I'm just really. I don't know. I'm. I'm. She's told me that I'm freakishly ambitious. Like, and like, I mean, look what I'm doing now. I well, don't. know. You know it's what, just, dude? Just I've only known you for a few months, but I get the vibe from you, like. I believe you. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. You're going to get it done. Yeah, but yeah, she does tell me, though, because I, I get overly, overly ambitious. Like, really? And, you know, and, and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, though. Yeah. Maybe you I'll, just know. I'll say things that don't come true. Like, I'm like I'm really trying, and like, eh, like that what? was a little over. Like, I, yeah, like, I, told, I told her, I was like, we're going to have a condo in Redondo, like, by the end of 2019. Like, I'm like, go freaking just get the money. I'm going to put, like, Eighty thousand dollars down on like a on like some, and then the, pri- the prices life. the prices went up and it's like and like I did not have eighty thousand dollars to throw at that you know like yeah. it was just like you know I, I, yeah it just didn't it it was dumb it was dumb to say you know and mm. the, but she was like oh, was that what, is that what she wants yeah uh, I guess not I think that was another thing because mm. um, uh, her her fan her. Uh, her her uh, mom and dad, uh, my mother and father in law, have a condo on the mm-hmm. beach in Redondo. They have, they're, they're very. She's very successful stockbroker, and I guess that's the thing. It's like when I I kind of put myself up next to people that are way more successful than me, uh, and so I get I that's that's my problem. Where yeah. it's just like I'm not that person, and I never I didn't catch the breaks they caught, and I wasn't in that place at that time with where they were. Mm-hmm. So you can't beat yourself up, you know. Uh-huh. And, you know, and at so. the end of the day, you're still a successful person. Yeah, and we're all are. It, it's and I've realized well, like, we're working on it. No, yeah. I realize like if me, you're if, awesome. if you're yeah. if you're happy to do the work, 
you're successful i think you know yeah. like you know if you're happy to get up and do what you're doing and that makes you happy and that is getting you towards something you want to do or be that's awesome like right now i am enjoying the fucking ride right now you're 25 years I, old uh, man i uh and see before i used to compare myself to people my age um that are doing pretty well with themselves um, that doesn't involve them necessarily being married or having a family because that could happen at any given moment. Any you given know what moment. I mean? Like not every pregnancy is planned out. That could be a fucking accident. Oh, no, no. You know what I mean? But, you know, so I, I used to compare myself as to like, you know, that that guy or that chick's my age and she's doing this or he's doing this for himself. And what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. And now I necessarily don't do that anymore because it's like I'm I'm doing what I want to do now. Like mm-hmm. and it's fun. Um, I used to just be really fucking hard on myself and I still am to an extent, but now I'm just more of just like, Hey, is he like, you got to enjoy what you're doing right now. So like, yeah. for instance, this episode, this podcast that we planned out, I was looking forward to this all day. I'm looking Me forward too. to going to the show after mm-hmm. this. Like I got things that I'm, um, you know, just happy to be doing now. And, um, it's for me, you know, it's not for anybody else. I don't care what people think about it or whatever because it's for me hmm. and it's, it makes me happy. Yep. And so I'm doing it for me and I'm not comparing myself to other people anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, you got to enjoy the shit work no one yeah. else does. And that's yeah. a big part then, of like. Here's the thing about being a guy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, maybe this is uh, politically incorrect, Who but dude. You could be 40 and figure your life out yeah. and, then, and then like, oops, yeah. catch a break yeah. and then go marry a 21 year old yeah. like hottie yeah. that, that just wants a family. You can win big. And it's funny like, because especially with man. comedy, when you talk to these super successful comics now, they're like, man, I did this for 19 years before I caught a fucking break. Yeah. I'm in my late 30s, early 40s when I finally started making a huge name for myself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like. It goes back to what my grandma was telling me, like, you know, are you making money off of this? And I'm like, grandma, like minimum 10 years in comedy. You're yeah. not making shit. You're not making shit. And, you know, and, and then there's and a you thing gotta where do you it because you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. seen I've seen I've there's seen some comics I'm not going right to I could I, na- I can yeah. name probably 20 people that, you know, that came from Chicago and like popped like eight years ago. And it's mm-hmm. like they're done. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like you can go stale real quick just taking the job that they want you to take mm-hmm. or doing this and that, mm-hmm. you know, I've realized that it just, just being able to sit back and watch it all play out. It, first of all, I am shocked that, that people that I know are like on that are like made it so big. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't believe it at the time. Like I knew they're really talented, but I was like, it was always like this, like never, you never really attain that, Yeah, you know? And maybe that was my problem that I never fully like, believed that oh i was gonna just be on there mm-hmm. and but now i'm so happy because i i couldn't sit in a like a a little dressing room like an snl for like mm-hmm. four days a week yeah 12 14 hours a day mm-hmm. just getting picked up for makeup for getting picked up for you know like set, set you know having to go and yeah act this shit out and stuff like i couldn't do that like mm-hmm. i i couldn't do that you know and like um I didn't know that at the time, though. I thought it was all glamour and glitz. Yeah. Like, oh man, you're a freaking star. No, that's a lot of like, you're an employee, bro. You're yeah, like, yeah. you're, you it's know. still, you're gonna find out yeah. real quick. It is a job. It's a yeah. job. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't, you know, I'm not never was into that. And so I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have had fun. I would have quit, or I would have mm-hmm. anyway. Like, I, I'd be like, you know. Well, um, I guess let's get into that to just to change the topic a little bit because now 
you're obviously we've mentioned how you got back into comedy now you're doing mm-hmm. comedy on a regular basis now yeah, you're yeah. even doing comedy out of town yeah, yeah, yeah. but you are also booking and hosting a comedy show now yes i am and is this <laughs> the first time you've ever done that um i've put on shows uh like for like improv shows like mm. back in chicago and stuff but i've never put on straight stand up never yeah. and like What's, so how does it feel like difference wise um i, I want to say it's like I don't know. I don't want to say it's it's easier than I thought because it's like I really do need to. I'm developing the show. I'm really trying to get it going. Mm-hmm. But it, it's fun. It, I think it's fun to book. It's fun to call comedians that you like really think are funny and respect yeah. and say, "Come do my show." And they're like, "Yeah." Yeah. And they come on and they do great. You know, you get mm-hmm. to like shoot them some cash and you know and, like drinks and it's just like it's a good time. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like with improv, it was like, it was like we don't know what the show is going to be like, mm-hmm. you know. But it has to be great because the tickets are ten bucks, yeah. so just go, do, you know. Like, yeah, it's different with this. Um, it, I don't know. Well, uh, what made you decide now that like, hey, I think I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start booking and hosting a comedy show. I don't know because one, I I wasn't getting on at the at the on Wednesday night open mics, open mics like yeah that was like so hard to get because it's very popular yeah right? you got to get and there, I don't like though. cutting the line because there's like you know there's people that have been up there for the first time or going up for the first time and you could be you you don't know you could be freaking hey, ending people end someone's dream if you ever want to get a spot mm-hmm. there though I mean it's not really a spot because it's an open mic but just give us a fucking message we'll write your name oh okay that's right what on. we do yeah. like if. Uh, and we, we, cut. we pay attention to each other, too. Like, if the list comes out when somebody's getting a drink and they don't notice, notice the list. Mm-hmm. Like, last week, Morocco's back was turned, so he was getting drinks. When the list came out and the line was huge, I saw that he was at the bar. So I was like, hey, I'm going to write his name. Yeah. So that way he had a spot. So yep. if you ever want to do go up on Wednesday, just shoot me a message. Dude, yeah, and it's not a shot at that. It's, that's an open mic. That's yeah, just yeah. one. It's nothing I mean, crazy. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to... Um, have my have a show where I could book, uh, you know, um, uh, out of town comedians that I liked a lot, and then just kind of, it's kind of a networking thing, you it know, like for, for in terms sure. of, in terms of, a, um, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, mm-hmm. um, uh, type type of thing, uh, because it, now you know, it would have took me another year or so to start doing stuff in San Diego and LA and stuff. And like, that's already happening already because I'm booking these, te- these guys and they're like, Hey, you know, come on out and we'll give you five, you know, yeah. here or there. And you know, I'm like, great. Cause I'm already out there anyway for work. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, so that's really cool to do that. And, um, uh, so I, I guess that's, I guess that's wh- why I like, I'm, but, but, you know, Saints and Rebels, you know what I mean? They're like, so great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was in a bunch of, I was in a, talk about the whitest black guy. I mean, I was in, I was in a couple bands oh, as a kid. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, emo one. bands, like yeah. Taking Back Sunday cover, yeah. Dude, like, Save Today. Yeah, I, I, I keep telling Saints and Rebels I'm going to be, I'll play with them, I'll sit in with them. Can you still jam? What do you Yeah, play? What do you I, play? I got a uh, Fender Strat. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and, um, and yeah, I, 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 you know, I got, I got a drum set for my kids. They got guitars and stuff, and. You know, it's, it's cool, and um, but uh, I like the feel. I'm trying to just the feel of that Red Barn show. I just want it to be kind of, kind of ragey, kind of loose, like because it's not an open mic. But I want the locals to be coming in with new stuff, you know, trying out new stuff, and then you know, just giving a good show, and then having these 
you know, these three, three, two to three, you know, out of town comedians that are just hitting hard and yeah, happy yeah. to be there. And, you know, and just want to capture the younger crowd here. And, you know, it's just it's the last just, couple of shows have been pretty good. Yeah. They've been, been a lot uh, of fun. more packed than they've been, you know, the first like four shows. So, yeah. So I think, you know, well, I think the time change really helped that doing it at 930 now. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it, you know, can only go up from here. Yeah, really. I really do. And, uh, you know, um, you know, we got some pretty cool people coming out. And, and then us locals, we love it because it's just like, great. Now we have another spot we can work out material. Yeah, and that drink tap is just crazy. Oh, yeah. they, they I didn't even know up. that. Remember you know, the like, first, like, three the, weeks, I was, like, just buying myself drinks. And then you were like, Izzy, you know you can get free drinks, right? And I was like, what? And you're like, dude, it was part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, man. what? You're like, yeah. go get a drink right now. Yeah, man. They, I was like, they dude, hook, that's sick. Yeah, it's a good deal, you know. And I said, you know, what? I, I, I was at a point where I was like, you know what? It's kind of like this. Like, I'll take any deal to get me in the door. Mm-hmm. So, one, I can get the experience, and then I could leverage this thing, mm-hmm. and I can go take it down the street and get paid more eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, you know, 2021, 21, you know, winter of 20, you know, spring of 21, like, I want to have like some big names coming through and I would be able to charge at the door, which I'm allowed to now, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't want to do that just yet mm-hmm. because I want to see if I can actually take this to another venue. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm thinking of some venues in the area that would, you know, give me a good, you know, um, uh, cut and we'll be able to charge at the door and have some bigger names, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, on maybe a weekend. You know, yeah, instead great. of a Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just all about just getting just just doing the work, you know, mm-hmm. just doing the work and getting the reps. Are you looking at other places already? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here in the valley. In the valley. Yeah. yeah. There's two. There's two that um, I really am going to talk to that. I Can got you a name drop tips. them or no? Um, I don't know if I it's want okay. to because everyone's going to re- like go there. Because I feel like yeah. it's almost done. And then undercut you. I feel like the deal. Tell me like, after. I yeah. Know. I feel yeah. like the deals are almost done. And uh, so that's cool. And, you know, I just want to and also hosting, it allows me to try out new stuff and yeah. be loose. I'm going to say, dude, you seem natural as a host. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. cool. Thanks, when man. When you're up there just like riffing before, you know, in between the comics and stuff, I, it's almost like another set. It's so <laughs> fucking funny, dude. Cool. And uh, you could just tell it comes off natural for you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, so man. I enjoy yeah. yeah, I love it. And uh, so it's just, uh, yeah, doing crowd work, working on the crowd work, working mm-hmm. on things like that. And, uh, I, I think it's just gonna it's just gonna grow and I think this year is a good uh, you know it'll it'll be really cool up until Easter and people it'll get re- like really hot and then you know I'll probably be there maybe twice a month maybe doing maybe making an open mic because it's gonna be hard to get you know um, bigger names out here because San Diego's gonna be popping all summer you know yeah, LA is gonna true. be popping. Yeah. Every, everywhere is going to be popping, but here because it's going to be super hot. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to have us locals get this exposure, oh, you know, so we can all go, you know, to these, to yeah, have mm-hmm. have uh, time places. Yeah. Well, one of the first guys you invited, uh, Ryan, on the very first show, great guy. He invited a couple of us down did to Downey. Did my doorbell ring? Yeah, I think it, it did. did. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, I did Which that Ryan? show. Yeah, Ryan the Comedian. Ryan, uh, I can't Ryan Stalder? No, not Ryan Stalder. Um, he's called Ryan the comedian, but um, it's Ryan Rad Radovovic. Um, his his tw- his uh IG handle is at Ryan the comedian, and um, he's awesome. He has this show called The Shuttle In, 
uh-huh. um, in Downey, and I did I did that show. Uh, I I don't. It, it was a good. It was a, it. Was, I did terrible, but the show was amazing. <laughs> like it was. It was like he he had like fifty some people in there, packed when, in this wait, little. When was this? This was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Was that when? Yeah, we talked about that yeah, last week. Like, yeah, I, I, think I dropped said, in on there. Yeah, I think you said by the time when you went up, there was like 60-plus people in the yeah, crowd. Yeah, it was and a good crowd, It was dude. a great show. It was a good show, and um, and uh, it was an open mic slash like feature show. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the best like intro of all time. Wow. What did he, he was say? Like, he was just like, coming to the stage, we have a we have a very special drop-in tonight. Like, just like, I'm like, what? I'm like in the back, like I got like five minutes, like I like I got like five minutes of all material hype, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm I really be up there real quick. Yeah, I I was in traffic all day too. Mm-hmm. Like I was all around for like for work and like and uh, I was beat, you know. <laughs> I, and I just I was like, just gonna drop in and do a set, you know, give him daps and and get get it back on the road. He was like, he it, it wasn't that full too. And, I, and then like there was two or three comedians came and like and he saw me he's like, oh man. Oh, you're you're like two 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 from like now, okay? Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And then like, it was like a rush of people. I guess they were smoking cigarettes. Some came in, and like uh, he was like, "This is the dopest comedian out right now. The hottest wow. comedian in the Damn. desert." Like, like you know, like he was going off. Like he was like, "I can't believe he's here right now." Like, wow, <laughs> like, what, were wow. You what were you thinking when he was saying? That I was shit? just like, "All right, that's cool." Kidding? I was like, "All right, that's cool." I got a lot. To all right, that's cool. Yeah. All right, that's cool. And then I go up, you know, and I and I'm I'm I feel like I I feel like I did well, you know, but it was like at the end, like I was like, all right, that's all, uh, that's all, you know. I, I ended on a good note, and I was like, all right, hey, have a good night, guys. They're like, they're all, everyone was like, oh, like a big like, oh, like, like like almost like they wanted more. Di- they wanted is more. that what that was? Yeah, they wanted oh, okay. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like a big oh, and he was like, oh man, so and I was like, so that was I almost wanted to take the mic back and like. But it was just like I, I don't know. I was just like so out of it, and I had three drinks like right away. Mm-hmm. Like I pounded like a couple of JMOs, like nice. just because I was just like Loosen eager up. to get yeah, out of the yeah. car, man. I was mm-hmm. like literally in traffic all day, and um, it was a cool show. Yeah, you got we, like we should go back down there. It's on Wednesday. It's on Wednesday nights, man. Shout out yeah, to yeah. Ryan yeah. Downey. Check that yeah, out. shuttle in. That's dude. the one at Downey. Yeah, that's, that's the one at Downey. Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's sick. It's a good show. He's got guy super cool. He's great at voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, that guy's awesome. And you know, um, it, it, guys like him, like mm-hmm. I like getting with people that like it, he's he's like doing stuff every night. And I I can't do stuff every night, mm-hmm. but like I respect the hustle. It's like, yep. and usually when you get with him, he's like, he's he's like talking about stuff that you didn't know about, and like it's just fun to be with people like that. And um, yeah, so shout out to Ryan and like yeah, we definitely need to go Dude, do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll plan a, a date soon and we'll yeah, for yeah, sure we go. go. Do any of you guys have a knife? No. I want to know what the oh, fuck this box is. Him, you handle with care. What do you guys think there was in I here? I, I haven't man. ordered anything. It's got to be glass. It's fragile. Mm. I haven't ordered shit. Imagine there's just like a fucking hand in here or some a head from Jersey. No, I didn't wait. Yeah, 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 I mailed you a mailed you a head. It's yeah. eight pounds. It weighed like two. Mafia style. Unless it's a horse head. It says my name. Yeah. I haven't shit. <laughs> Did you see Narcos? You yeah, yeah but I didn't season see one. It. No, season one, two, and wait, the Mexican one or the 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 brother? The first one was Escobar. The second one was it the brothers? Oh, that that was part of the story. The well, one in the Mexico. third oh. was it the third one. Was the brothers the, the whole way through? Right. 
no th- this had just part part like brothers are part of the story but not the, the main focus on uh the narcos mexico that's the one yeah, I think I've seen three seasons of it, of the right. four. There should be a fourth one. It might have been the original one then. Oh, okay. Which I, is, I heard is amazing. I haven't seen that one. I just saw the new no, one. No, Narcos is a great series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Okay. Just to let people know, it's almost 7.30 p.m., mm-hmm. and I got a package right now. Somebody fucking rang my doorbell mm-hmm. and dropped off a package. I, so I, I know what it is now. I opened mm-hmm. it. Brandon, mm-hmm. do you know anybody that's one off of, like, sweepstakes? Mm-hmm. No, N- neither do I. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't say I have, so. No. Like almost three months ago, Cheyenne Rivera was here at my apartment. Mm-hmm. You know Cheyenne, the beautiful Cheyenne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't tell her that. Well, she hates that. No, she hates oh, when yeah, I compliment she her. likes mean. She likes people that are mean to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you're right. I'm too nice to her. That's why you're really, a nice fucking guy, really man. She didn't like me. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she likes Lunchables. Who doesn't? Lunchables are great. Yeah. Right. Uh. She brought a Lunchable over, right? She came mm. over. We hang out all the time. She brought a Lunchable over, and um, on the box of the Lunchable was, like, a sweepstake for Nintendo Switch, right? Mm. Uh-huh. And um, I already have a Nintendo Switch. Mm. I don't need one, but I like Nintendo, and I saw that, and I said, mm. who gives a fuck? Well, you know, I'm definitely not going to win, but why not? Yeah. Right. So I get on the Nintendo Switch sweepstake from Lunchables, mm. I fucking win the g- grand prize. Damn. I won a Nintendo Switch with two free games, and that's what's in this fucking Damn. box. That's freaking awesome. I've been waiting like 12 weeks for this. <laughs> 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 and it just showed up at 7.30 p.m. on a, a fucking Tuesday. Tuesday. What are you going to do? You're going to flip that for some I don't problem? know. I don't need yeah. the Switch, but the two games yeah. I didn't own, so I might keep them. But uh, the Switch, I actually just might give to my little sister. Dude, yeah. do it. So, sick. Shout out to Lunchables. Yeah. Shout out to... Fucking random time sending it to me. Yeah. 7.30. I don't know anybody that's ever won a sweepstake. That's amazing. So, when I won, I was like, this isn't real. Like, I didn't yeah. believe it right away. And then, sure enough, the actual company that does the sweepstake emailed me. And they're like, hey, like, it was a real person. Yeah. They're like, we know you won. Like, we need some info to send you the shit. It's yeah. going to take, like, 10 weeks. I'm Jeff from Shipping. <laughs> yeah. What's your address? And I was like, what? And sure enough, no, it was real. They had me, like... Pick out my stuff. Yeah. I'm Jeff from <laughs> fucking twelve the weeks one, later. The I should have. I should have just like <laughs> that guy's a celebrity. Like no yeah. way. Yeah. A, I work with ham and crackers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting free. St- I, w- I hope there's some yeah. lunchables in there. That'd wow. be sick, man. I fucking love lunchables. Well, they should it should be a refrigerated box then. Yeah. If not, don't eat it. Oh, I will. <laughs> no, but uh, what were we talking about before that? I'm sorry. It's so, just, Brandon, it's a fucking package at Brandon's 7.30 p.m. Great variety show, getting great oh, connections kind of shows with people like? like Ryan the Comedian. Oh, man. Yeah, Ryan the Comedian. Dude, you got it. did you get the fucking link I sent you to Sandro? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to him. Yeah. Dude, Brandon, you haven't seen him yet, huh? No, but I, you know what? I've seen him on my IG more than like mm. 10 times. He's people so saying that funny. he's really funny. He's got a show on Amazon Prime. Oh, is Prime that what video. The... It's called Little Italy. Damn. You he's know what? He's fucking hilarious, man. I bet you. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, because I'm trying to get the 44 blockheads to come through. Like, they're, uh, they're like, uh, you know, those people that ride bikes in the street and they close off this, that part of the street and they're always mm-hmm. riding bikes together. Maybe. Like a big bike group. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. In Chicago, they did the naked bikings. There's mm-hmm. like naked bike groups. And um, but uh, these guys are like mostly like uh, Mexican guys mm-hmm. and uh, girls, you know. And uh, I have a friend of mine named Andy that's uh, her and her boyfriend are in that. And I was like, dude, like, how do I get all you guys? They all, they all want to come to the show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out a really good like headliner to like for them to all come. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Sandro uh, is so I think that's the first first like big up and coming comic, you know, performs at the comedy store that myself and Cody actually got to open for. Right, it was awesome. it was Ryan Stalder featuring, which he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Ryan Stalder. Ryan Stalder's so funny. He was yeah. on the podcast. Um, and then Sandro as the headliner. And to this day, other than like Ian Edwards and Dean Del Rey that are like established comics, yeah, Sandro might be my favorite comic that's been down here to the valley. That especially that I got to open for. He is fucking hilarious, man. I think he'd have you howling. He's yeah, so I gotta, funny. I spammed Ian Edwards the other day. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> the, oh. the, the, did you guys ever open yeah, that thing? I got that. Uh, he got I knew it. that wasn't you. No, it was so bad. He was what? like, what is this? And then it was just like, I was like, don't open it. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah like, where you got um. Yeah, I got packed. spammed. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. freaking, yeah. Was and bad. you spammed Ian Edwards? I spammed, yeah, Ian Edwards. I spammed everyone did I, he I respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he say? Well, I think he got, because he was like, what is this? Do I Should I open this? Or is that? I was like, no. Nah. Like, I got the message like 10 yeah. minutes the later. actual said, Ian Edwards. Yeah, because I was I was yeah. talking to him. I was just got I just got in a conversation with him about English Premier League, because he's a big English Premier yeah, League. Wow. He's a Man United fan. And, oh, uh, oh. and he had commented on something about... Um, he had like the Oscar uh, pool that he was in, and he got fifth. And I said, "Oh, you just made it out of top. You're just out of top four. And I was just like a reference to. And we just started Man, talking. You- yeah, we just started talking. Yeah, essentially what I'm talking about. And I, he said, oh, uh, he asked me. I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan, you know, but we're shit, you know. Yeah. I was like, and he's like, you know. Anyway, so I was just getting to know him, I guess, you know. Cause I don't, I don't really know who this guy is. I've been, you know, I've been. I know, cause like he's one of these, he's one of these names where I got into comedy again. I'm like, who's that guy? And then like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I looked at him, I was like, oh, this guy's hilarious. You know, like he's a really funny, smart guy. Um, this summer. Yes, what? Yeah, and I he destroyed. Yeah, so funny. That's what I heard. That's what Dakota was saying, and uh, but uh, it was pretty funny. So he hasn't talked. I like lost so many friends that day. Did like, you yeah, really? he was one of them, like, man. He wouldn't, you. Uh, yeah, he won't get back to me. No, either. he's yeah. Did he's, you let him know, like, hey, my shit was hacked. Yeah, I told. I, I actually, uh, well, I actually have the. Uh, I screenshotted the uh, <laughs> the whole conversation <laughs> with him. Oh, let me pull it up. I hope that later. never happens to me. How does that? It even was happen? shocking. Yeah. It felt like you get, give everyone you love herpes at once. Yeah, really? It's the worst. Oh, Remember man. when I poured shots out after I drank from the tequila on Christmas? We all have herpes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's like it's like that. It's like remember when I'm having a great time on a special day? I fucked it up. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, uh, just for the sake of time, let me see if I can just. No, I, just I, I saw it go up on your Instagram story too because I was like, yeah, it, you were like nobody, like yeah. I was hacked. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's like he's like yeah, because it's like this photo and it says. Click on this. Yeah, I made yeah. this for I, you. I got one. Yeah. You sent me one. Yeah, yeah. I clicked. But on, I knew what it was. Someone already. sent it to me. It was this really cool artsy chick that she like got hacked. Yeah. And I thought I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll open it. And, you know, it's like yeah. I thought it was you something cool. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, you made this for me. Like, yeah. but if, but if if Senzi or you sent that, I'm like, oh, you wouldn't. This is yeah. this is stupid. You wouldn't do this. So it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Dude, you'd be surprised. Senzi was a man of many talents that he just doesn't talk about. I, I wrote you a song, Brandon. Yeah, yeah no, I, okay. So, so he was like, what is? He's like, he says, what is it? All oh, I saw was, he's like, what is it? All I saw was that. <laughs> so he definitely clicked on it, and did all this shit. <laughs> 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 He <laughs> was genuinely curious. Yeah, like, he was like, "What am I looking he's a, at?" He's what an older it? gentleman that's curious online, 
And he got, yeah, and I was like, and I just said in caps, I got spam, do not click. So sorry. If you click, change your password so they won't get you too. I'm so sorry. And then it's like, and I said, I just opened it from someone else. I feel terrible. Lost a lot of IG friends today. And then I said, and then it was a long pause. It was like, like two, one more. It was like two hours, and I'm not hearing anything from this guy. And I, and I say, you heard Joaquin Phoenix. We need to give folks a second chance, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. And I was that's like, so good. yeah, and that's it, man. Oh, it's over. Yeah, man. it's He's over. He's not playing at the ne- Red Barn. Never. I was trying to get. I was trying to work it in. I was like, hey, man. I'm a booker. Would you, yeah, yeah, I was trying to work it up to like be like, hey, man, you want to get 40 bucks or coming to the <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks? <laughs> yeah, can I get you 40 drinks? bucks? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think his, uh, his, uh, his pay rate is? Oh, like, man. I'm, he charges? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I uh, Definitely in the thousands. You think? Pro- I would say probably like 1500 Yeah? Because they got him for at like, the hood. and like I know a 30-minute set? I know the hood have like their budget. Don't quote me on it, but I think for like the bigger comedians, I think it, their budget is like sixteen hundred. Wow! So mm-hmm. I would assume probably like fifteen hundred. But does not, he pack the? Ha- did he pack? The, sold out. Sold out. It Ten dollars sick. Free show. Tickets. It's a free show. Free fucking show, man. Why they make it free? Because they paid him off the budget. Like that. They make it up in they, drinks. Yeah, I'm they sure. made it up in drinks. Yeah, they could have. So, they could have charged. They could have. Yeah. that's easily a twenty dollars show. The Dino Ray show was great. Another Dean pack Del Ray one was free. No pack. Uh, you know who they did charge was um, uh, Pauly Shore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pauly Shore, but apparently that was sold out. I didn't go to that. Yeah. Uh, but even Dakota was like, every seat was taken. It was a twenty dollars show, if I'm not mistaken. They even put a bunch of chairs out too. Yeah, I think. they had a they the middle of the hood. They emptied out all the tables and laid out like fifty to sixty chairs. Something man, like you have a crowd. Let's have to. That's half the battle. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. People that's will show half up. the battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, people paid to see Pauly Shore, and it was sold out. I'm excited for uh, like some shows that are coming up. Like mm-hmm. uh, um, for me, like this, like this Friday uh, in San Diego is going to be a really good show at the Glass. Uh, oh, you're going to perform Cafe. there again? Yeah, nice. dude, that's that a like fun a place. Yeah, it looks like a good spot. They really packed that place. It's yeah. really it's all Benji does a great job. And, That's what and, you were telling uh, me. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a showrunner. That guy, that guy's a showrunner. I really, really respect him because uh, he he's a hard worker and he puts together these shows and he gets packed houses, no problem. Isn't there and, another Coachella show at the Coachella Bar this yeah, month? Yeah, that that was yeah. I done that show with him before. That yeah, was a fun that show. That was last month, right? Yeah, I mean, half the people didn't speak English on. I want to say <laughs> probably not yeah. Coachella. That one, yeah. but um, are you gonna the, be on the next one, Coachella? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Probably he oh, likes you. He likes you. And you're one he's of a, dude. He's a, I, I like hanging out with those guys. They're they're good guys. Are you know they they really do it. Um, but I was gonna say it was a uh, Dakota show at Drink on the on the twenty seventh. Chappelle Lacey, yeah, opening for Chappelle Lacey. That's gonna be fun. That's dude. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's gonna be uh, a good one. I just got the flyer today. I listened to his podcast. Oh, he it's managed. listened to his podcast. It's like. And, and like, because he talks about the same thing about like racial identity issues, because he grew up in a suburban, yeah, yeah. all white place in Arizona, yeah, where Phoenix, yeah. he's like, "This is all I know." You know what I mean? Like, I love it's one funny because I don't have those excuse. I don't have that excuse excuse really uh-huh. for being like who I am. But it's almost like it was like a choice of like, dude, I don't want to act like a thug. If yeah. I, I, you can be black and be smart. Yeah, like you oh, can yeah, be black sure. and be personable you be angry like you don't you know i feel like people when they're saying you're the whitest black guy like well it's just because of like because we've we put black people like young black people especially in this like thug category to where mm-hmm. like held. 
Yeah, they're pigeonholed in this like box when they're they're just as artistic as personable as as anybody, you know. And that's what he was talking about in his mm-hmm. podcast. Was like, I was like near tears listening mm-hmm. to that because like here's a guy that like he's black, you know. I'm oh, like this yeah, guy, like, he's, yeah. he's, he's a he's a he's a black, black man, yeah. you know what I mean? But like he was telling people, he's got the you know, gap in his tooth and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is he is black, you know what I mean? And like and uh, but to hear him say that like you know. People growing up were telling him that he was you know, white, and you know, or white guys like that that didn't like black people but liked him, and mm-hmm. only, you know, he was like, "Man, what do I, what do I make of all of this?" Yeah. You know, and that's happened to me. You know, like where I'm like, what, uh, like for me, it's just like, okay, well, they just feel comfortable, you know, with with me or something. That's fine. You know, what I mean, like, mm-hmm. I took that as a positive, and yeah. he does too. You know, and. You know, so it's just like uh, it's gonna be really surreal because I've never met him. I never, Dude. you know what I mean. But I've, I, you know, Dakota put me on to him because I, again, like when I took ten years off, like I really wasn't watching any comedy, like nothing. Like I was just, uh, I barely watched TV. It was yeah. all about just the business and like, and just trying to build stuff, you know, within the family. And it's like. And then I got to check his stuff out. I was like, dude, this guy's hilarious. Chappelle Lacey's fucking hilarious. And I'm not trying to ruin his bit, but because you were on the topic of, you know, black guys and sounding white. And he does have a bit where he, when he moved to LA and he met real black guys like thugs and he became friends with these guys. And he's just like, I don't even know if I can say the N word. Like, right. Uh, Yeah. yeah, He's fucking hilarious. No, I found Chappelle Lacey. Honestly, just through Instagram, dude, um, like comedy store shit like yeah. that, because he opens up for Theo Vaughn. Right. He goes on the road with Theo Vaughn, and um, he's super into punk rock. Right. And one of his sh- uh, shirts he was wearing, he was wearing like a black flag windbreaker, this shirt with Ian McKay from Minor Threat. And I was like, oh, he's into hardcore punk rock. So I like clicked on his page, and he's just all about the fucking punk rock lifestyle, amongst other things. Like He's just a fan of music. And I was like, dude, this guy's sick. And for the last maybe two months, him and I have been messaging each other back and forth about music, you know, comedy, all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was sending me links to like this guy's personal page that makes shirts that he buys because he buys like these band tees I've never seen before. And so he'll send me links like, oh, check this shit out, check that out. And so finally I brought it up. I was like, hey, man, do you think you'd ever play in, in the uh, Palm Springs area? Mm-hmm. And uh, he just asked some questions like, you know, how often are the shows? Then I brought it up to Dakota. I was like, hey, man, I've been talking to this guy, Chappelle Lacey, for like a month and a half, two months. He's fucking cool. I've seen his material. He's hilarious. And um, would you get him out here? Within a day, Dakota uh, looked at his shit. And literally maybe two to three days later, I was hanging out with Dakota. He's like, hey, man, uh, I got Chappelle Lacey booked. You're on the fucking bill. And I was like, "What? Like it's happening?" Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, yeah. That flyer he just sent it to me today. I can't post it just yet because there might be a mix-up on uh, Chappelle's feature. He canceled on Chappelle. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that, but so Chappelle's looking for another feature. So I can't post the flyer yet because it's probably gonna change a little bit somebody's face. But uh, that's next week, and I'm so stoked for it's it. Next week, he's, man. Yeah. Yeah, next week. And crazy. He, he's so funny. I think he's a really cool guy. And I can't wait to to meet him and yeah. open up for him, man. So and like it's funny because like yeah, he 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 wear he wears like clothes you don't expect a black guy to wear, mm-hmm. you know. But like, dude, that's like with me. I dude, I used to like hang out at skate parks in Jersey and like uh, wear like Jenko jeans, you know. Well, I would have like, never fucking, guessed you were in a band with the, the, that yeah, type of genre. Yeah, of well, you were well, me. dude. Like the thing not is, not even because of your skin. Like you just don't look like you're into that because of like the way you I'm in do all dress kinds of music. Like I, like I said, I, I actually do listen mostly to rap, 
but like I I listen I listen to a ton of like emo and and like hardcore like Hate Breed is one probably one of my favorite bands like Hate Breed. Do you like the used? They're emo. Uh, yeah. Commercially, commercial, like, emo. I'm just I saying that really because Cheyenne it. saw the use, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, no, yeah, but their their music's pretty good. No, I, I like a couple of their main songs, but I never listened to a whole album or anything. Yeah. But, um, Terror. but, uh, what? Terror. Terror? Oh, oh, comeback kid was sick. Comeback yeah. kid, I heard a little bit of, of them. Dude, it was you just said like taking back Sunday, okay, Brent. bro? Hate breed. And hate breed. Hate breed. Um. Uh. MCR, geez. I'm assuming you like yeah. my chemical romance. No, not really. That's like that type of shit. I didn't okay. like cool. that. Yeah, dude. But uh, um, it was different, man. Cause like uh, like the scene, like there was a real like like emo like rock scene like when you I was know growing who embraces? up. Uh, yeah. Embrace. Yeah, like we were like, uh, I can name a bunch of like bands that were like, like early November. Uh, I know who they are. Yeah, yeah they're all, all all friends of mine. Like I was in a, my first band was with Bill Lug. He was in early November and um, Ace Enders, all those guys um, from Hamilton, New Jersey, and like, you know, it's pretty much like them saves the day. You know, brand new, taking back Sunday, Thursday. like Thursday, what? big Thursday, yeah. yeah, big Thursday fan. Right on. Um, and, uh, yeah, but, yeah, so I, I just related to what he was saying, man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's you got know, a good podcast. Like, yeah, he's got a really good podcast. People want to listen to it, it's called It's Managed with Chappelle Lacey. I believe it's pretty much on every platform. Mm-hmm. It's a good podcast. Yeah. It's a good podcast, man. I mean, it's like, yeah, so. Uh, well, I'm glad you were able to relate with that. And um, it's damn near 8 o'clock already. Uh, uh, yeah. Time flies, right? Yeah, dude, that was I appreciate fun. you coming by. But one question uh, before we close it out. um uh, part of the title of this podcast is a podcast for failures. And so I like to ask my guests, what's one failure that sticks with them to this day? And although I got to say, maybe you don't have many, you know, you're successful. Oh man. Tons of- you're a successful black man. <laughs> and you know, you've got your shit together pretty much since you were like fucking 19 years old. Uh, and, um, but is there anything that you dwell over like a failure? It doesn't have to be anything serious. It could be silly. Some people uh, always, usually they say school, um, but it seemed like you've been pretty straightforward. Failures, man. Oh, man. Well, I failed in business a bunch of times within these, you know, like I've had I've had serious failures within like, you know, having accounts that suck. Like, have and, you lost a lot of fucking money because of you, Well, yeah, like our for, the foreclosure business I was talking about yeah. when I lived in Redondo, dude, we went and it wasn't my fault because yeah. they literally took away all the work and gave it to like Saudi investors that took the houses as they were mm-hmm. and sold them as they were. It was so weird. Oh. So we went from like 35 houses a week, you know, to like three. You know, oh, in a so matter of like two love. weeks. Yeah. yeah, it was like two and a half years of absolute glory, glory days. And then like literally like Gone. within a week, it's like, you know, and I had to keep my people on because I was told mm-hmm. that it was going to pick back up and it never did. So Were I mean, stressful times. Even it was very. Home? Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was stressful because it's like, what do I do? Because I didn't know. How, I didn't know anything about commercial cleaning or anything like and that. And you're so young still at the time. Yeah, dude, losing it. Lo- yeah, pretty much losing it all. Like. At like 25, 24, 25, like losing a million dollar business like that yeah. is like, it was pretty devastating at that time. Mm. But now looking back, I was like, okay, that was those growing pains actually. Because yeah. whenever you're doing something, you get experience, it's valuable. You know, you, and especially when you get lumps like that, yeah. you actually do come out stronger. You know what I mean? So 
Um, and I did. I came out stronger. Yeah, I mean, look like, at you now, man. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you're so it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, I could go on for hours and hours about that time between uh, foreclosure work and commercial cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, it it was like wow, like losing that, like happen, like couldn't pay that 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 like lease like anymore. Like mm-hmm. after like we like three months of like savings to like work that out, and we ended up getting someone to take over. And we got out. We lived in San Pedro, and like um, it was like complete start over time. You know what I mean? So I guess I wasn't. I I want to say that was a failure, but but it just, well, you know what? Know. If you learn a from failure. it, that's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah, you, know? yeah. you learn from it. And I think a failure. I think just like I don't know, man. Failure could be subjective. Failure is like, dude. Just like you can lose so much and win one time. Mm-hmm. And then all, you all need of a sudden, is that one win, all you need is that one yeah. win, man, and that one break. Well, and it's like poker, man. You go out when you're on top. You don't yep. fucking keep playing, right? Mm-hmm. You get out. You win that pot. You get the fuck out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. Like you're twenty. That's what I was saying. Like you can look. That's what. That's it, dude. It's like looking back on stuff. It's much better to look forward. Yeah. You know, and just say okay. I'm 25. Yeah, I've had a lot of relationships, bad relationships, but I still have my dick. I'm still here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still can, you know, get after it and just go get after it. I yeah, just no, I, uh, set your target. I'm. You know what's funny is you saying that is I'm looking forward to the future more now than I ever have. Yeah, you know, you're I mean? young. You guys are young, man. You know, it's <laughs> like. It's yeah. just like I'm young, you know. Like Dude, I mean, it's are. like we are, we're all pretty we're young. young. You be, right it's now. all in the mind, you know what I mean? It is in the mind. It's all in the mind, yeah. You know, so and, um, and look at comedy. It's not like being a running back where you got a three-year window yeah, from yeah. like right? twenty-five to twenty, yeah. and that's if, it. You're if done. you're lucky, you got a five-year window, and if, as yeah. a running back, if you're lucky, if yeah. your O-line is great, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, anything like. It's more like a, a media job where you can mm-hmm. comment on the sport mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. 40, 50, 60 years. Yeah. Like, as long as yeah. we have news, as long as people are living, yeah. we have something to make fun of, yeah. you know? Yeah. So That's very true. That's yeah. literally all we're doing. Yeah, yeah. just commenting when on what's going on. people ask me where I get my material from, I'm just like, life. Yeah. yeah. That's literally it. Like, yeah. And then you life. just put your opinions and thoughts mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, dude. That's all it is. But anyway, man, I'm, I'm so glad you came. I know it was a... Uh, I was I know it was kind of you know wishy washy because of uh, no, I had to cancel. Great. No, I'm super perfect. unprofessional because I'm an idiot. No, but I'm not. so you're glad I was looking forward to this episode specifically, man. I you're just so I easy wish. to talk to. Ever <laughs> since I met you, you're a funny fucking guy. Mm, thanks, um, man. Super laid back, which I appreciate. Um, mm. Sometimes I get you know guests and I can tell like they really want me to make this an interview, and uh, I'm just like I just want us to talk. Yeah, no, I really know. enjoy talking. You yeah, know, like just talking. You like, make it easy for us. You're yeah. giving us just the content. So I appreciate yeah. it. But um, no, so thank you. And uh, again, guys, uh, we got comedy every Tuesday now, 930 at the Red Barn. Brandon Taylor here. He's the mm-hmm. host. He's the booker. Check that out. Check it's it going to be a man. great show. It's mm-hmm. growing right now. He's bringing out some great, yeah. great comics. So check that out. That's every Tuesday, mm-hmm. 930 at the Red Barn in Palm Desert. And then every Wednesday, there's the open mic, 5 to 8 at CV Brewery. And then from 8 to 10, it's at the Hood. That's every Wednesday. So any local talent, musicians, artists, comics, check that out. And then every Thursday, Dakota's hosting um, a great show at Drink in Rancho Mirage at the River. Yeah. That show starts at 10 o'clock. Check it out. Specifically next month. I mean, next week, February 27th. Again, Chappelle Lacey's coming out to headline. I'll be on that mm-hmm. bill opening for him. That's going to be a great too. fucking show. Oh, you're going to be on it? I'll yeah. be on it Fuck too, yeah, man. Dude, that's going to be a great yeah. show. Yeah. Um, 
So check that out. February 27th. That starts at 10 o'clock. Seating starts at 10 o'clock. Be there. That's going to be a great show. It's free. You're going to see some free comedy, high level comedy. Uh, so check that out. And then every Sunday, Nigel's uh, hosting or not hosting, but he's booking the the show at the hood. That starts at nine o'clock. Check that out. He's bringing some great comics. We just had Sarah Weinshank out. He's had some great noble, notable comics that we just talked about, like Ian Edwards, Dean Del Rey. So check that out every Sunday at the hood. It's a comedy show. Starts at nine o'clock. And um, that's it. Asuncio, thank you for being here, man. You're everybody's favorite Mexican. You're the well, man. And Brandon, thank you, man. Thank you for coming by. I hope we can do this again sometime. Oh, anytime. It's great, Yeah, man. for sure. And um, that's going to be it, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. You feel it?